0: Matt Stepp, the next sentence out of your mouth, I'm going to selectively just, like, bleep out one of the words to make you sound as bad as
1: possible. I am so... (laughs)
0: Step and Step. Your premium Texas high school football podcast from your friends at Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Texasfootball.com. I am the Tep Greg Tepper
1: and I'm the Step Matt Step.
0: Back home in America.
1: That's back right. Home in the good in old Atlanta US of eight. free. This and ain't a no stinking international podcast. This is a Texas brave. podcast.
0: Right. Uh, welcome back, buddy. Thank you. How was your football weekend?
1: It was busy. It a was busy
0: football weekend.
1: Flying back from Canada Thursday, going straight to games. It was it was quite a whirlwind this past weekend. But I'm well rested. I'm here in the studio and uh, ready to talk area round of the playoffs. Maybe look back on the by district round just a tad.
2: Uh,
0: oh, we'll we'll look back on the by district round because this is. Your area round playoff preview edition of Tep and Step. We do thank you for being a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber. Coming up here in just a moment, Step and I are going to take a look, a brief look at each bracket, and just say, "Hey, wha- what, happened? what what happened? What going to happen in each bracket?" Uh, and give you a brief overview, uh, and then we're going to have our area round draft. There's only a couple more of these because, like, once we get to semifinals, right? We do every game. Do we do every quarter? Do we do every regional final? There's
1: no way we do every regional final. How many regional finals? There's 44. No, yeah, I think for I think yeah, we're not doing 44 games. Yeah, I think state semifinals.
0: Semifinals, we do everyone. So we've only got a handful more game drafts, but so cherish it, folks. Um, So we will get into that. Cherish me, ladies, coming up here in just a moment. But first, Matthew, we will start as we always do with your Texas high school football fun fact of the week presented. By Country Meats.
1: Oh, sweet, clean Country Meats.
0: Shout out to our friends at Country Meats. Have a team in need? Country Meats makes fundraising easy and lets, your, lets you earn 50% profit. Reach your team's goals fast. Use discount code STEP10 to get 10% off your first order at CountryMeats.com. That's promo code stepp P P one zero at checkout at CountryMeats.com. CountryMeats.com. Some people are afraid to be the best, not Country Meats.
1: That's a great copy point. That's,
0: a, that's my new copy point. Yeah. Matt Step your Texas High School football fun fact of the week. We had, of the 352 UIL Texas High School football playoff games last week, there was one in, partic- in particular that we need to take a moment and, and marvel at. Okay. I would like to talk to you about, oh, where is the stinking...
1: Is it new Diana Anderson Shiro? No,
0: not okay. six nothing. <laughs> How about Beville Jones twenty-seven Corpus Christi Cal Allen, twenty-five? Okay, that is a remarkable victory. Okay, for for Chrisos and company mm-hmm. for 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 Jones. That
1: was number one hundred for him, I think.
0: Well, even better because it marks. The first time since 1989 that Cal Allen does not win a playoff game. Wow,
1: okay? that's crazy! I didn't that was the
0: longest that. streak in Texas high school football. They had won, the, they'd won a by district game
2: uh, mm-hmm.
0: every year since 1989. Okay. okay, okay, Matt Step, what two schools are now tied for the longest active streak of winning at least one playoff game? Oh. <sighs> So, it's not just like when you get in, you win. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. is It is it, every year they've won at least one playoff game. Two schools are tied.
1: Is Alito one?
0: Alito's not one. Okay. Alito uh, missed the playoffs in 1995, and so they okay.
1: have not. So, we're talking 30. These are... These are, we're going thirty years. I'll give 30. you
0: I'll give you a clue which will not be helpful. These the last time these two teams did not win a playoff game was nineteen
1: ninety three. Thirty years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's a long time. Um When's Kate, is Katie lost in the first round of the playoffs recently? Katie is one of them. Okay. Nineteen
0: ninety three was the last time they, they did not make a playoff. Yeah. They did not win a playoff game. They made the playoffs. Who beat them? But year? they lost in the first round, and this is a sign of the times. They lost the first round to Houston, Washington, twenty six to seven.
1: Not class four A. Houston, <laughs> Washington.
0: <laughs> They've uh, won a playoff game in every year since then. though. Wow.
1: Okay. So Katie's won. So I got one. Um. It's gotta be teams with long winning, long playoff streaks. Mm-hmm. Number one. Um. How about? Can you give me the classification of the, of the second one? Three A. A three A school, okay. Three A. Wow. Three A. It's not Canadian because I think their streak is at twenty one years in a row. It's not Canadian. I read that. Three A. Wow, that made it tough. I did not think of a 3A that's been in the playoffs that many years in a row. And it's, how, I about will dang, how about, no, it can't be Dangerfield. It's they've, not Dangerfield. They've been in the playoffs, they missed the playoffs a couple times. Mm-hmm.
0: Three. I'm, I'm stumped, two, Greg Tepper. One, and you're done. The Newton Eagles.
2: 1993,
0: Newton. Okay. they missed the playoffs. And so that is the last time that they did not win a single playoff game. They have won a playoff game in every season since. The last time they made the playoffs but failed to win a game was the year before, '92. They lost to Anaquac in the first round, 35 to four, 34 to 15. Okay. Um, so there you go. Your Texas High School Fun Fact of the Week: The longest active Seasons with a playoff win yeah, streak. Yeah, seasons with
1: a playoff win, yeah.
0: Belong to Katie and Newton now that Cal Allen has fallen at the hands of the mighty Trojans of B. Phil Jones. There's your Texas High School Ball Fun Fact of the Week. All right, Matthew, let's get into uh, a little bit of by district recap. And this by district recap is brought to you by Wing. Football season can get a little hectic—from grabbing snacks for the tailgate to fueling your kids for practice. Experience drone delivery with Wing. Get fast, safe, and eco-friendly delivery in 30 minutes or less. Now in select neighborhoods in Dallas-Fort Worth. To see if Wing has landed in your neighborhood, visit wing.com/texas-football.
1: You think we can get a? We should get a Wing drone delivery before tap and step. We should. We should
0: like we should beta test this. Yeah, it's not a beta testing. They've they've tested their stuff, but like I we should absolutely do that. We should order something something silly for we the should,
1: masses. We should
0: order something for for all of us. That'd be great. Yeah. All right, let's take a look. Uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go we're gonna go bracket by bracket, and we're gonna take a look at each of the brackets. And um, I don't want if I I don't know if I want to call them like chaos or anything because I don't know. Overall, I thought that there was about it was about a normal. By district round, there were a couple of stunners. Yeah, and other, but it then, wasn't
1: mass chaos.
0: No, it wasn't. But a couple of stunners, and then a lot of chalk. Um, we'll start
1: with largest, large small classification. Or, okay. I'm gonna start six A division one. Six up the bracket. I'm, I'm pulling up the brackets. Pull up the brackets.
0: Six A division one. I was on probably one of the games a week, as far as. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I have, I have a regional regional champion that's that's been eliminated you know. already. As, you know. uh, yeah. As Vandergrift, uh, Travis beats Vandergrift. But one of us sp- outside of 681. One of our, I think, did Malory lose lose a state champion in the first round? Somebody picked Fort Ben Marshall to win state. Yeah, uh, it was, I, think I think it was. was a, I think it was Ish. I think it was an Ish. My Benish. Okay. What well, was check.
0: Um But yeah, it. Uh, Sorry, Mal. But 681. Um, I don't know. I mean, there are a couple of upsets, quote unquote upsets. Um, Lake Travis over Vandergrift is an upset. And now, by the way. That bracket, that region opens up for them. I think they're gonna, mm-hmm. like I think they're going to be favored over San Antonio Johnson, and and then it's and then it'll probably be Brennan in the third round. This is
1: not last year's Brennan. Not, last they're year's improving.
0: Brennan. They're they're yeah. they're playing well. But this I mean, is not last we year. are if Wesley can be, get by Reagan, and maybe we'll talk about that game in in, in the draft. But if they get by, by Reagan, we're going to get by all the lakes regional yeah,
1: final. The more things change, the more they stay it's the same in regional four. For yeah.
0: all that talk we had about Vandergrift going to D one, now mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's done. Um, the Bridgeland the Bridgeland Klein Kane game was one of the games the uh, games there was a the couple
1: league. of couple of uh, of crazy town banana pants mm-hmm. games in Houston uh, Bridgeland Klein Kane rallying <laughs> from that 24 nothing deficit to come back and win and then obviously the the five overtime Pearland Dickinson classic mm-hmm. which I, I just watched the entire I just watched the overtime and it was the craziest thing you know you have a 16-14 game where you have mm-hmm. a game where neither team can score in overtime at all mm-hmm. five overtimes and two points are scored um Elsewhere, I don't know that there were a
0: ton of, um, you know, in 6A-D1, I, I, I think Vandegrift. I mean,
1: Dickinson, you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, mean, I think Louisville losing yeah. to Allen was a surprise. Yeah,
0: I mean, I picked Allen, but, yeah. like, I thought I thought Louisville just, Louisville just
1: wasn't right all year.
0: They weren't. Yeah. I thought Louisville had a really – give Allen a lot of credit. I thought Louisville had a strange game plan, um, just throwing the ball in the rain, yeah, like trying was, to throw the ball and drop back and throw. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That was a little bit strange. Mm-hmm. Okay, five A D two. Okay. Well, actually, hold on. Let me let me back up one more thing. Any concern with North Shore getting in a getting in a little dog fight with Deer Park, or, or do we chalk that up to weather and a good yeah,
1: kind of hit the gas in the second half? Yeah. I mean, you give you know North Shore's been so good all year that they were bound to have a bad half mm-hmm. of football. We'll uh, see. Uh, get, let's let's see how they do this week against. If they, I have a feeling they're going to be locked in from the jump this week against Clear Springs. And I if they, think so too. If they do what they what I think they'll do, then then I no concerns.
0: Six eighty two. Um, I thought this was among the chalkiest brackets. Um, you know, give some credit, I guess to, I don't know. I mean, the, probably the. I mean, I'm not trying to just trying to say this. Capel might have come out looking the best as far as like relative to opponent. Like, for them to go out there and beat, I was pretty impressed with Coppell, what they did to Geyer. That's a strong
1: win for, for Coppell. I mean, uh, that's a very good win for Coppell. Yeah, I, I don't think there was anything that is, this blew me no. away as shocking in, in D2 across the board. I mean... The only... the only no, I'll, I'll tell you the one. Cedar Hill and Weiss. What in the world? I, we talked about this on
0: Sunday when we were on the phone. 62 mm-hmm. nothing is a... That's a... That's a, you could have told me, "Hey, Cedar Hill's going to beat Weiss." I'm like, "Ooh, wow!" Hey, you know what? A little bit of an upset, mm-hmm. and, you know, Cedar Hill getting right at the right time, and Weiss obviously didn't go well for them in the playoffs. Sixty-two mm-hmm. nothing is a jaw-dropping score, and I, I just want to know what happened. Like, I like something obviously went wrong mm-hmm. because two of the last three weeks of their season, Weiss played teams that, in my estimation, the Weiss team that showed up in the early part of the season would beat comfortably. And they didn't just get beat, they got trounced. That's just, it's a bizarre, bizarre situation there with Weiss and uh, Weiss losing.
1: Okay. Yeah, it was just, yes. Yeah, cause I, I'm agree with I mean, if if you told me Cedar Hill won 34-28, I'm like, oh, guys playing Cedar Hill. But it was shocking. And c- congrats to Cedar Hill and Nick Ward. I guess maybe, speaking of shocking,
0: I don't know if it's shocking, but like... 581 um, Mansfield Timberview's done.
1: Yeah. You know, th- what a
0: some warning weird signs. ending to that year. I mean, it, it obviously, obviously it was one of those things that they were being that like now in hindsight, we can say like, all right, they were being propped up by a schedule that that
1: wasn't up to par. And, and you know, can, can you know, can we say that about Vandergrift too? I think this is a, this is a, yeah. a lesson when you have a di- and maybe and Vandergrift is let to a lesser extent because I think Vandergrift's district was just unusually down this year. I agree. You know th- th- their district is usually pretty tough and gives them some tests, but I think you can look at Vandergrift and be like, you know what? Other than Dripping Springs, they really didn't have a huge test all year, and they they got first first yep. round of the playoffs and get punched in the mouth and they don't they don't know how to respond. Yeah, Timberview. Now they had the loss to, to Richland, but Timberview's non district schedule, to be frank, was for a team of their caliber is 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 kind of a joke. Yeah, that they've got they've got to upgrade their non district schedule. Mm-hmm. They can especially if you're in a district that they were in, mm-hmm. which is a district that they were expected to cruise in. So I, I think this is a, this is more of a lesson. And you know if you if you're gonna if you want to be a team that's a contender and an elite team, you got to play. Some good non-district games. You, you get if you're not going to be in, if your district's not going to test you. you just um,
0: can't. Credit. I want to give some some credit, some shine. Uh, Justin Northwest. It's a nice win over Midlothian. I think I that was a
1: good non-district game. Good good win for Northwest. Um, yeah. nice think, father in the cap for District Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah District Three went three and one, mm-hmm. and the only game that they won was a three-point mm-hmm. Red Oak win mm-hmm. over Burles and Centennial. That, by the way, um, the the Red Oak quarterback situation has
0: me. Very yeah, I mean they so. you
1: know the quarterback I think broke his ankle in week oh, 11 God. and so but they moved their running back Chris Martinez to to quarterback and mm-hmm. he played quarterback I think in sub-varsity Junior high level so has experience but not I think Red Oak Red Oak was better when Moody was at quarterback and Martinez was at tailback so mm-hmm. um Red Oak will have their hands full this week with a, a good Amarillo team. Uh him consolidated. Nice win over Wagner too. Nice win at home. They got down early. Mm-hmm. Put, hit the hit the Jets in the second half. Mm-hmm. Uh looked really good. I think um you know, I, I think in Region Four we're we're setting up for some showdowns that we'll talk about this week. I think form held in Region Four mm-hmm. in, in in Division One, and I think uh, you know I, I think 5 a Division One flex their muscle going three and one, especially with Lancaster going down to Houston and knocking off Laporte. Lancaster that's a dangerous wildly impressive. It's a dangerous four seed, mm-hmm. Lancaster.
0: Uh, okay, 5A D two. Um, boy, rent came due for District Nine 5A Division Two between.
1: It's not just Fort Ben Marshall who loses to Richmond Randall. Yeah. But it's Texas City. Texas City gets beat at home by Huntsville 10 7 mm-hmm. in a, a slugfest. Nederland, obviously, we thought they would be in, yeah. in, in some trouble in, in round one playing Lake Creek. But a uh, strong performance from District, uh, district 10, 5A, mm-hmm. Division 2. I think. Uh, I like this Randall team a lot. They're young. Mm-hmm. You know, they got a freshman running back. They brought a ton back from last year when they were competitive. Uh, how about Austin ISD? Shout out Austin ISD with two. Austin Crockett with the 14 to 13 win over Waco University huge win for them um, and I think once again you look at region four and I, I think I'm looking at the bracket and, and form kind of held although Liberty Hill it's a much closer than I expect a game against Harlandale.
0: there's they're they're the, they're the weirdest team in the bracket man <laughs> they are I could yeah. see them I could see them crashing out next round I could see them playing first yeah, the, the variance first, is so high yeah uh, all right 4AD1. 4AD1. Uh, again, J- Beville Jones over Cal Allen is surprising only because of the historical aspect, but I think, mm-hmm. jo- like, I don't think that's an that's a upset. I think Jones is better. I think Jones is a better team than, than Cal Allen.
2: Yeah. And team, yeah.
0: the fact they got that close is a credit to Cal Allen fighting back. But Beville Jones, it's a good win for them. 4 yeah. about as chalky as it gets.
1: Yeah, pretty chalky. Region 3, we've got the fireworks factory. There's like a lot of great games mm-hmm. in Region 3. Nice win for Dallas Carter over uh, Sulphur Springs, mm-hmm. uh, setting them up with Stephenville. Um, we did have a 4-over-1 Alvarado. But that, that's a 4-over-1 that's not. Alvarado yeah. played Kennedale in on Week 1 and beat him bad. and. Handled him again pretty easily. Cartier so a,
0: Collier, man. Puts up numbers every he's, week. He's, he's, he's Johnny Numbies then, out there.
1: You know, Anna and China Spring is a battle of teams not playing well that we had a high expectations for this week. We'll talk totally. about that this week. It's an sure. anxiety
0: bowl. Um, all right, 4A-D2. Um, I am I'm a little disappointed in you, Center in Gilmer. I expected more. You expected you expected Panhandle
1: and uh, Taoska to break out. Sixty-nine
0: forty-two. What are we doing yeah. here, guys? Yeah. Come on!
1: Uh, I thought uh, District fourteen got on the board. How about the Bandera Bulldogs? How about the Bandera Bulldogs? Nice win over Gerald uh, to get District fourteen on the board there with a the win. Um, I think. Uh, and then how about Perryton? Mm-hmm. That's a four over a one. Perryton beat not three and seven. You want to talk about four uh, teams <laughs> making the playoffs? Shaking my fist, old man at the cloud. Three and seven Perryton takes on nine and one Fort Stockton. That's actually not a four versus a one; it's a two versus a three. But yeah, three and seven Perryton beats nine and one Fort Stockton yep. by thirty-one. Go figure. Um, how red is the flag on Silsby? They're beat up right now. Mm-hmm. That, I that's the biggest red flag is is the injuries. I, I think they got to get they got to find a way to get healthy. Draylon yep. Miller was hurt. Uh, I think Kibbles got hurt. Cartwright was dinged up. They. They were pretty beat up by the end of that Sealy game. Um, you know, they should be I almost suggested this if I'm Silsby. We're not I don't think we're gonna talk, I, don't, I don't think Silsby and Gatesville is going to get not drafted. On my, not on my ball. Uh, um, if I'm Silsby, I'm I'm a pretty significant favorite over Gatesville. I would consider taking Miller. Anybody who got banged up last week, specifically Draylen Miller. i tell him, "We're going to suit you up, but like, we ain't playing you unless, unless we have it to, gets fourth quarter Unless like, it gets dicey.
0: like it gets to squeaky
1: bum time." Yeah. yeah. I think Silsby's good enough to beat Gatesville with the crew they had playing. I, I think Sealy's better than Gatesville, so I think, I think mm-hmm. Silsby should be able to win that game comfortably without the rest of it, because they're going to need him next week against potentially, potentially Belleville. They will absolutely need them, because Belleville looked
0: really good against West Orange Stark. Looks strong. Okay, 3-A-D-1. I mean, this is, the, this is the, the, the shocker with Little River Academy over mm-hmm. Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. I tried to tell you on the picks video. Little River, this is... Okay, one, we'll talk about Hitchcock in a moment, but let's start with this. This is a good Academy team. Very good team. It's a good Academy team. They are... Were they 8-2? They were 8-2 coming to that game. Finished third. I think the two losses were to Franklin and Lorena. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's a good team. They run the ball well. They played great. They, they came back. And so, uh, first of all, like for as much as we're going to talk about Hitchcock and how disappointing it is, because it is, let's give some credit to Academy. That's a it's great a good football win for them. Team. The really bees are legit. With a new coach, too. I mean, like, really impressive stuff. Now, for Hitchcock... It does seem like all of the things that we were concerned about all year about Hitchcock all festered at the same time. Mm -hmm. They were banged up. They're they're injured. Like, you know, that's part of it. They were missing a couple of key players. But the line play. Mm -hmm. On
1: both sides of the ball. On both sides of the ball. And special teams. And then then you also had the weather. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which impacted them as well. So you had a, a literally a perfect storm mm-hmm. converge on Hitchcock, and, that, and I, I think Hitchcock is they're not good. They're, they're really, really good, but it just shows you that you, it, ultimately you got to have some something up front, and mm-hmm. you got to have something on special teams. Hitchcock's not a complete football team, and right. that's just that's just the, the the blunt, honest truth about Hitchcock. That that is not a complete football team. Yeah, and. If you're not a complete football team, it's very hard to win a state championship, even if you have Division One players at the 3A level. Yep. In Texas, you better be a complete football team. Absolutely, I think that I think that's
2: the
0: that's the lesson there. Uh, shout out the Bearcats, Whitesboro.
1: Yeah, nice big little win, win over Jim Ned. You know, they, they hit hail mary at the end of the first half. No way, did they? they? Drew, they li- Coach Fagan told me they literally drew up a hail mary during a timeout and it worked. That rocks. Congratulations, <laughs> I think Jim, Coach Fagan win. was looking around, but 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 it worked. I know, absolutely.
0: <laughs> um, how about this is flying under the radar? How about Teague? Nice little win over West.
1: Nice win for Teague. Uh, you know that that they got a they got their hands full this week. That, they do. The, the 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 playoffs get much tougher with uh, them. There's some nice games in three A Division one this week That's with nice with uh, Tatum and win, Whitney Gates Grandview Pottsboro, Malakoff Whitney Malakoff Mount Vernon excuse mm-hmm. me. It's a it's a good week in three A Division one Region two.
0: Uh, a couple of uh, in three A Division two. Um, I would say the chaos was probably in Region Three, if you want to call it chaos. Arp decab we thought it was going to be a great game. It was a great game, and Arp made the plays late. Mm-hmm. Give them credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, the stunner for me. Talk about New Boston over Troop,
1: emphatically yeah. too. Sixteen point win for New Boston. Uh, do we want to talk about <laughs> the craziness with Hooks and Edgewood? Okay. Again,
0: in the same. Uh, let me make sure. Yeah, same region. Same region. You had New Diana six, Anderson Shiro zero. Congratulations <laughs> to the Eagles. Good win. And you also had. Let me check my notes here. Hooks ninety
1: two, <laughs> Edgewood fifty seven. Do you know what the score was at halftime of this game? No. Hooks led fifty one to six. Oh my gosh! Was- they gave
0: a fifty fifty one in the second half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I mean they very clearly took their foot off the gas but very like cle- yeah, it was
1: 51-6 at halftime. Oh my god. They get- unbelievable like like my game which we'll talk about in a minute was was crazy enough. This how do you how does that happen? And do you at some point put the starters back in and be like, "You know what, guys, we we've given up way too many points." Or do you just say, "You know what, we we've we've, I mean, we've we've got such yeah. a big lead, we're not worried about it. Let's just <sighs> But man, your backups just got torched. They got tor Yeah, the backups got lit up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. By the way, we also had we didn't even mention this in six A, we had a eighty seven to fifty eight yeah, game. Yeah, with uh friendship and yeah, um which, and, was, which and ended up being Alpeso the Eastwood. fourth highest scoring game in Texas high school football his playoff history. Yeah. The same night we had number two, three, and four happen. Crazy. And then we had a six nothing game. We had six 0 And we had a bunch of ten sevens. Life is a life is a rich, rich tapestry. tapestry, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Two A division one. Two A Division one. Um the the one Oh, it hurts my heart. But great win for Valley Mills. But Axtell.
1: yeah. Oh, oh. And, and you know, Valley Mills, I I talked to some people around the Waco area. They said, "Hey, Valley Mills is a good team. They mm-hmm. pushed Marlin the week before. They're they they're, they're, they're going to be a tough out."
0: Uh, well, they 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 got they got Axel and him, the dreaded ten and one.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, great win for Valley Mills. They're through to the second round. Playing uh,
1: Tioga, who's won their first
0: playoff yeah, game in school history. Yeah, Tioga. It's a great win. Yeah. Um, and then also. Um, I said this on the picks, and I love being right sometimes, even if I got the wrong team in it. LaVia
1: Three Rivers ended up being a heater. <laughs> yeah, 26-24. Ended up being a heater. Great win for Levia. Yeah, now They'll take on Weimer in uh, Robstown this mm-hmm. week. Alright, and then... Uh, you want to talk about uh, Panhandle-Tahoka real quick? Yeah, My game? About that too. Uh, yeah, you were out there. 93-54. Right? Now, this was a shootout the whole way through. Panhandle's quarterback had five touchdowns passing, four touchdowns rushing, and just for funsies, returned to kick off 88 yards for a touchdown. <laughs> Um,
0: and but like so, it's it's such a crazy week that Dillion seventy Nakota forty one is just like wh- okay, what? Like whatever. whatever cares,
1: There's nobody cares. Yeah,
2: nobody cares,
1: you know. yeah. I, I got I I left my my game ended after eleven Friday oh, night. Oh god, seven o'clock kick? Uh, seven thirty kick. Okay, seven thirty. Well, I still. had after eleven, and uh, I had a five I had a five a.m. flight. Oof! So I was not loving life. <laughs> Oof! Not loving life.
0: Uh, and then two eighty two. Um, I was—I mean, Granger and Burton, great game. Congratulations to Granger. Mm-hmm. It's a good win over Burton. I don't know—I don't know if that classifies as an upset, but it's uh, it was a good. It was a game we anticipated to be mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. It was, um, how about
1: Morton over Lockney, a four Morton, versus a one.
0: Morton over Lockney is an upset. Uh, how about Mount Enterprise, or I'm yeah. sorry, Deweyville over Mount Enterprise? Yeah, nice little win over for for Deweyville. Mm-hmm. So they they get in the win column. Um, elsewhere, 282. I think it was pretty chalky. Mostly chalky. Yeah, uh, I'd say fairly chalky. And then uh it was, I believe, I, I tweeted this out. We did have some massive upsets. Um, district champions ended up winning all but five of the games. Because okay. remember, there's only two two teams make the playoffs. Um, all but five of the games. And uh, a couple of them were pretty big upsets. Bront beat Rising Star, which was uh, statistically the biggest upset of the weekend. Okay. They, they were a thirty nine point dog in that one. Um May beat Erion County. That's an upset. I had Erion County winning that region. So mm-hmm. that's a good win for May. Strong beat Throckmorton. That's a district that's a that's second place over district champion. That's not an upset. Cherokee beat Zephyr, not an upset. And then uh were Rising Star. And then and then Saturday, I believe one of two Saturday games in six man football. Uh it was oh. What was, oh, a uh, Chester beat Medina, thirty-six to twenty. That is a huge upset. That's a big time upset, like a twenty-eight point upset. So, anyway, the rest of it pretty chalky. We're getting to some good games here this week. There you go. There's a quick swim, and by quick swim, I mean we're already twenty-six minutes into the podcast. Welcome to the playoffs through the by district round. It's now, time for our area playoff game draft and this game draft is brought to you by our friends at Community Coffee who support and celebrate the thriving communities at the heart of Texas high school football Community Coffee, strong as our roots if this is your first episode of Tep and Step welcome Here's how it works. Step and I are going to go back and forth selecting games we are most interested in. That's the phrase that pays. Most interested in. Not saying it's the best game. We're saying it's the game we're most interested in. Usually there's some overlap, though. Uh, we'll go five rounds. Once it's picked us off the board, we'll go five rounds in this week's game draft. And there's uh, there's no more hipster games. Every playoff game is mm-hmm. a good one. So, sorry, guys. You have to wait till week one next week, next year, to get a hipster game. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say that the... Uh two A Division One state championship game will be a hipster game of the week. There you go. That's okay. our next right. that's our state championship game. It's two A D one. Uh we had a coin flip for the show. Matt Stepp won the coin flip, which means he gets the first pick in the area round game draft. Matt Stepp, what is your first pick?
1: This is so hard to pick these games. There's mm-hmm. so many good ones.
0: It's a real I mean, this is gonna again, this is gonna stun you guys. Good week of games. Yeah, many good games.
1: Let's go Friday night in Seguin, Matador Stadium, as we have a battle of eleven and 0 teams in Class Six A Division One. Hard to come by. Yeah, as we have the Austin Westlake Chaparrals taking on the Reagan Rattlers in our first edition of Austin versus San Antonio, and mm-hmm. you know, and this
0: this does feel like I'll say this, this does feel like the best that both regions have to offer
1: uh maybe steel. yeah maybe steel. yeah yeah i i think this is one of those deals where where you have to look at you know the history of the of the recent history of austin and san antonio and reagan as well as they've played this year i mean the addition of, of brad jackson at quarterback ha, has made a huge difference for them you know you add a division one quarterback uh texas state commit um to the mix uh, to an already good team um they're going to be an elite elite team in their area. The question for Reagan is can it, can they it take the next step? Cuz Westlake's a statewide elite team.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Is Reagan able to to take that next step with the the talent they have? It's hard to tell what they did last week cuz cuz East Central's overmatched. Yeah. 55-21 win. Jackson throws five touchdown passes, four went to Jeter Battles. Um they ran at 200 yard rushers in the game. I mean, Reagan was able to do whatever they wanted, but they haven't been tested. Like they will be this week against Westlake, and, and that's that's saying something because Reagan plays in a, in, a, in a district with with Johnson and some good teams in Northeast ISD. But what concerns me in this matchup going in is, I believe that there is a common opponent between these two teams. Is it really? I believe it's Round Rock. And that's when I, and, and you can't take everything from from no. common the common. No, it's not.
0: No, it's not apples to apples.
1: But Reagan Reagan took on Round Rock in I want to say it was week two It was early in the year. They beat Round Rock by 7, 35-28, which at the time was a nice win for Reagan. Mm -hmm. It's a Round Rock team that finished 4-7 and and lost just last week to Westlake Mm 35-3. And probably could have been a lot worse. Westlake took their foot off the gas. Um, That's the concerning part, is is that when you look at common opponents, you're like, okay... Combining common opponents with recent history, mm-hmm. it's like man, Ray, the uphill climb for Reagan Westlake. The sophomore quarterback, I, I get you know, I know Westlake's kind of been rotating quarterbacks around. I don't think they've had injuries, but the sophomore Reese Reese Weiss um, had a nice game with three touchdowns. Uh, after allowing a field goal early in the game, Westlake didn't allow any more points. Pretty pretty dominant and thorough in. I think this week Reagan's going to get a snoot full of Jack Kaiser in that running game, getting behind that big offensive line, and I think Westlake's just going to wear Reagan down. Um, that tends to be how these things go. Yeah, I, I, it's just, I'm just going off recent history and the track record, and it's Westlake. Like, come on, like Westlake doesn't generally lose this early in the playoffs. San Antonio teams generally don't beat Austin teams. Common opponent theory okay. with Round Rock. A lot's going against Reagan here. It, it would. It would. I'm gonna be keeping it on this game because it's two 11 and 0 teams, but it would shock me if Reagan beat Westlake this week.
0: I would be shocked too. Um, I think Reagan keep it close, um, but I I just I look at this and you're right. Recent history shows us that when Austin beats meets San Antonio, and especially like when they like this is not Sibyl uh, Steele taking on Round Rock McNeil. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is not something like that. This is like a Austin Blue Blood taking on a San Antonio team, and when that happens, we know what tends to happen. Like I'm not like I would love for San Antonio to get back into the into the statewide conversation.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: It would be great for us, but right now, until it happens, it's hard to predict it. So there you go. That's a good pick, Westlake and Reagan. Matt Step, let's go. You know what I like? I like how I n I don't even have to like look up like where games are because it's all just in front of me on mm-hmm.
1: TexasFootball.com. This is a really cool website, yeah, TexasFootball.com. <gasps> Let's
0: go Saturday 7 o'clock at the Star. The Star in Frisco. As the two-time defending 5A Division 2 State Champion, South Hill Cliff Golden Bears take on the ten and one Melissa Cardinals in a hotly anticipated game that is coming around earlier than we thought it would? When Melissa uh, lost uh, to Yeah, because
1: if Melissa would have won, we wouldn't have had this matchup until the fourth round, which fourth we round. had this ra- matchup in the fourth round last year. Yes, we did. Um,
0: let's talk about South Oak Cliff. It's been a hot minute since we talked about the, the Golden Bears because they uh, they got into district play, like quite frankly. Um, we talked about them a lot in non-district, and then we go two months without talking about them, and now we're talking about them again. Uh, your Everman Bulldogs put up a fight. For half, mm-hmm.
1: for a half, special teams did us in. Uh,
0: yeah, of course. Um, and but South Oak Cliff last week they they, they kind of hit the Jets there, and and it was the the running game Khalil Ewell and um, and Danny Green mm-hmm. who really they started lining up and 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 running the ball, which was really well, really really good. Melissa, last time we talked about them, they were getting beat by Lovejoy in kind of a weird twenty eight seven. Kind of butt kicking at the hands of Lovejoy. In it week was. Yeah. I thought last week against White House, I thought they bounced back pretty well, mm-hmm. and they looked much more like um, the Melissa we've seen all year.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Trevor
0: Ham looked good. They've got their defense. We know
1: how good they are. That front seven from Melissa is legit. It's like, nasty. Wilson, yeah. Gunner, Gunner Wilson, Nigel Smith. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're legit. That that was the one. I walked away. M- Melissa didn't play well against Lovejoy, and I was I was very underwhelmed by their offense. But that, their, their front seven impressed me in that night. And in a losing effort.
0: The other thing about Melissa, and, and I think the real key for them is their ability to run the ball, right? I think that that's really important. Nathan Odujokuun had 127 yards and two touchdowns. Um, they they're not using Peanut Abrams all that much anymore. The uh, the he's kind of their short yardage guy, their goal line guy. They didn't really need him a whole did, lot. Did
1: I? I didn't. Do you have a stat? The the box score from that. Melissa Whitehouse? did. Did Peanut have? He didn't have any carries. Two at carries. All? So I know he got a little banged up in the uh, in the Lovejoy game. But he's, he's also their, he's also their punter, and yeah. he's a starting defensive lineman. So I wonder if they're limiting his touches. Yeah, at this I point. wonder too. Um, they may not have a need to. Yeah, have may him not carry need the much, But yeah. they were at
0: 416 yards of offense, and they held. More importantly, they held White House to 201 yards. This is, we can, I think we can say this now, go back to 2022. 2022, folks around the South Oak Cliff program told us that Melissa was the team that matched
1: up best with them. Is that correct? Melissa and Mansfield, some of the two. Those are the two. In the trenches, they
0: match up better. Match the up there in the, the trenches. trenches. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. And I think that is still the case this year. In like, Melissa up front Matches up well with South Oak Cliff, mm-hmm. and that is there's not a lot of teams at 582 that match up well with them up front. Correct. The question is going to be, can Melissa contain the speed
1: of South Oak Cliff? Yeah, outside on the outside on the outside. Yep, that's the whole ball game. Because in the Lovejoy game, Melissa's the biggest concerns were Lovejoy had receivers running free in the secondary, mm-hmm. and Melissa's receivers couldn't separate. Right. Well, you can't separate against Lovejoy, and you can't get separation against Lovejoy. Getting separation against Sock is going to be an even bigger challenge.
0: I think this is a Nathan Urjokun legacy game. That's what it's got to be. They've got to run the ball really well to win this game. And I think they're going to do it. You picking Melissa? I'm picking Melissa. Wow. I think okay. Melissa's going to beat him I think. Okay. Uh, I have not picked against South Oak Cliff in a playoff game since Alito 2021. Yeah. Um... But I've been, I have, I have thought that Melissa has the 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 recipe, not the recipe, but they've got the pieces Mm -hmm. to mitigate South Oak Cliff's biggest advantage, which is usually up front. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think they can mitigate that both on the offensive line and the defensive front seven. If they can't, they they, I mean, being indoors, you know, is interesting because like the ability to throw the ball should be there. Should be there, yeah. We'll see if they're able to do it. If they can throw the ball a little bit. I think they'll they can win this game.
1: They got they got to keep the the key for their offense is they've got to keep Carson Maynard clean. Yes, they do. What Trevor Ham? I'm sorry. Carson Maynard's a receiver. Yeah. Trevor. Hamm. It's his favorite. It's Trevor Ham's favorite. Yes. They got to keep Trevor Ham clear. They do. Um if he's running for his life the game's over. Yeah. He 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 Trevor Ham is a is a guy if his feet are set and he's able to make reads, he can hurt you. But if you get traffic around him, rattle his cage a little bit, he he much like most quarterbacks yeah. loses loses effect. He does Trevor Ham doesn't operate well in those uh, kind of uh, mm-hmm. ad lib type situations. He needs clean pocket and be able to look downfield and throw them. That's what Lovejoy got, Lovejoy rattled him a lot. Here's game. the funny thing about this game.
0: I can see Melissa winning this game close. I could also see South Oak Cliff winning this game huge. Like yeah. they just they can't separate, they can't find a way through and South o- and the defense does not have an answer for the speed of South Oak Cliff on a fast track. Mm-hmm. Like I could see both. Yeah. I've 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 had this in my head for about 6 weeks now that I think Melissa's the team that can beat South Oak Cliff. Okay. So, I'm going to go with Sock and Melissa as my first pick. Right. There
1: you go. I'm going to get an email. I'm going to get a text from Kyle Ward. <laughs> I heard what you said. <laughs> What's next? Oh. Ward they, they, those guys over there they've they've uh... They, they, they get it. They get it. They know. They that. get it. They, and ju- I they think, know it's
0: not personal. And you know what? I also think they would relish an opportunity to be an
1: underdog. It's not often. Not, not often. often. You're a two-time champ. Yeah. Not often. Uh, it's been a minute.
2: Get on up with dark and bold from Community Coffee. Come on. Bust and loose when you wanna say. Bust and loose, yeah. Look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com.
1: My second game, let's go 7.30 Friday night at Rhodes Stadium in Katy. Mm-hmm. As the 11-0 and Quero Gobblers take on the 10-1 hampshire Finette Longhorns in another playoff rematch. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a third-round game last year, and this year it is in round two. Ironically, hampshire Finette gets a higher seed and gets a tougher draw uh, as they get Quero in round two instead of round three. And... Uh, I think this is a fantastic, fantastic football game and a real referendum on District 9, 4A, Division 2. Mm-hmm. We've said it for all year long 9, 4A, Division 2 is top to bottom the best district in 4A, Division 2. Yes. With the top three there of Hampshire, Finette, Jasper, and Silsby. And then mm-hmm. you have, you know, West Orange Stark and, and, you know, a Liberty team that, you know, shout out Hudson Standish, probably would have been a playoff team in a lot of other districts oh. this year. Oh,
0: they absolutely would have been a playoff team. Yeah. You know, the thing they were missing was. Just like a real rocket-armed
1: quarterback. Yeah, they were missing. Yeah, agree. A guy that'll throw his mouthpiece at, an, at the other team during a seven-on-seven seven game. That's exactly yeah. right. They yeah. miss. They miss. They need a player. They who's, need a player who's got that dog in them. Got that. Got that edge. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, but they're playing Quero, the number I think three team in the state, unbeaten, defending regional champ, and then Hampshire Frenette, who was the runner-up in the district. Is yeah. this district as good as we think it is? Um. Quero was pretty workmanlike, and again, I had to take some of these results with a grain of salt because of the weather last week. Mm-hmm. Quero beat Robinson twenty-four to three, and I think that's pretty workmanlike. You know, wasn't what I expected, but again, I don't know what the weather was like. A lot of teams may have just just got real conservative and tried to get a lead and get out of there. Mason Nataro ran for three touchdowns, so it tells me right off the bat he didn't throw for a touchdown. Quero probably wasn't able to run, wasn't able to throw the ball because of the weather. Um, but their defense was was shut down against Robinson, only, only allowing three points, what you would expect from a playoff tested Quero ball club. Um, Hampshire Fennet, <clears throat> they were sharp. They fifty seven seven over Brookshire Royal. Uh, Chris Augustine runs for six touchdowns. He had an interception on the defensive side of the ball. Hampshire Fennet's really really stout. The two area it, it, you know we're talking about Dante Zeno didn't even do that much in this game. He's a huge weapon for Hampshire Fennet. I think Hampshire-Frenette's defensive line's got to dominate this game. They have got mm-hmm. to make Mason... Mason Notaro is a great dual-threat quarterback for He Quero. really is. And when he's got the threat of run slash pass, he's dynamic and dangerous. But if you can make him one-dimensional, which is kind of what Wimberley did in the second half of that game last year, is they made Quero basically a throwing-only team, and that's where they struggled in the second half of that game. If Hampshire-Frenette's defense... but the problem is Hampshire Frenette's secondary is not great, so that's where you can beat them. But so, do you want to make Quero throwing only? But is Quero good enough when obvious passing situations to make plays mm-hmm. in the passing game? It's kind of this chess match that I'm looking at. And I, I'm actually, if I'm pulling up a game on my tablet Friday night, this is the game I'm pulling up on Texan Live. Mm-hmm. I want to see Hampshire Frenette go against Quero. I'm picking Quero. I I think I think Quero's got mm-hmm. enough to beat Hampshire Frenette, But it wouldn't. This is a pick'em type game. Would not shock me in the least if the Longhorns upset the defending regional champs here.
0: Yeah, I think that that is, um, this is a real, like, you mentioned referendum, but furthermore, Hampshire Finette does look like the kind of team that can give Quero a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Like, just the way that they're built.
1: They're physical, they're athletic, mm mm-hmm. will mm-hmm. strike you.
0: Yes, they're, they're... this is a team that, for Quero, who has a ton of speed and athleticism, this is a team that can maybe match you athletically and then pound you a bit. Mm-hmm. And that's a dangerous type of team. Hampshire is a good ball club, and, and I'm interested in seeing how that one shakes out. Good pick. Good pick. Matthew, let's go to the Woodchipper. It's a 6A Division I Region 3. Okay. And you might think, oh, basically going to Cypher FCU Stadium. And you'd be wrong. 7 o'clock Friday night at Delmar Stadium in Houston. Let's talk mm-hmm. about Houston, Lamar, and Fort Ben Ridgepoint. And specifically, it's time to talk about Lamar. Yeah. Like, talk, are,
1: talk about him. We were early adopters of Lamar, putting him, putting him in our, I think we put them in the top 20, maybe right after they beat the Woodlands in week two, when they kind of bodied the Woodlands in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, been, and by the way, they have a win over pasadena Adobe, which is a playoff team, mm-hmm. right? They've got... Beat Houston Heights, who's a second-round playoff mm-hmm. team. hmm they, mm. I don't know who their other, they, they, they've been, they've been strong. There is a notion
0: to look at Houston Lamar and say, oh, well, they're just, they're just a good H- HISD, HISD team. team, yeah. They're just the best HISD team. They are, like, <sighs> like, before South Oak Cliff broke through, they were South, they're South Oak Cliff of, yep. like oh yeah, they just beat up on all these teams and maybe they win a playoff game because they win their district and they mm-hmm. play, match up against the fourth team. But now is the time when they kind of get, get yeah. humbled, right?
1: Also, Lamar also has a win over Clear Falls mm-hmm. by three touchdowns. That's a
0: second-round second playoff team. Yeah. I am here to report to you as a capital-J journalist that I think Houston Lamar has the juice. I think they've got the juice. I
1: shut think out, this team is capital G good. Shut out some six of their last eight games. In, fact, in the last eight games, Lamar's allowed a total of 15 points. All year, they're giving up
0: 4.4 4 points per game. Yeah, they're legit. All year. That defense is nasty. Yeah. Guys, they got a test this week. Guys like Trevin Williams, their quarterback Jordan Reeves has been good. They got big receiver on the outside, mm-hmm. Tristan Brown. But you're right. Here's your test. Yeah, this, this Especially is their, for the defense.
1: This is their biggest test probably since week two. Because this Ridgepoint team. They're serious business. On offense especially.
0: Remember, they started off 0-2, lost to Westlake, and lost to Dickinson. In
1: competitive games in both. Compe- they lost to Westlake by 10? I think that's right. That's, yeah. I think it's Westlake's closest game this mm-hmm. year. But Austin Carlisle, their quarterback's been great. Great dual threat. And this
0: Ashton Bethel-Roman, their yeah. receiver. He's dynamic. He is... He He's a dude. Yeah. Hashtag dudes rock. Mm-hmm. Ashton Bethel-Roman is a name to know. This is a fascinating oh, yeah. matchup.
1: This is a great Friday night game in the Houston area. Because
0: I I think Houston Lamar's got the juice, and I'm picking Lamar. I'm picking Lamar to win this one. I think they've got the juice. I do not think that even if Ridgepoint wins, that means that they don't have the juice because I think hmm. this Ridgepoint team is really good. Yeah. Is really, really good. The money matchup is going to be when Ridgepoint has the ball, the other side's interesting too because Rich Point's pretty good defensively. Yeah. Pretty, if they would be a kind of team that if their offense was only okay, we'd be talking a lot about their defense mm-hmm. because their offense is so good. But this Lamar team, they've got some playmakers, and I think they're going to make just enough plays to get a win. I think Lamar's going gonna to play on Thanksgiving. Uh,
1: I picked Lamar too. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: So I think we're on the same. I think it's going to come out of defense. Which yep. defense can make plays? Both offenses are so talented which defense is going to rise to the occasion, get a couple of key stops or a couple of key turnovers. Well cuz
0: here's the thing. Like we talk about like we talk about these um like the 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 you know, Lamar they, they go through the a, a bad district, right? Just a lot better than their district. Mm-hmm. Sure. Understood. But if they do I could I could let's put it this way. They beat Clear Falls 28 to 6 back in week 3, right? They beat the Woodlands 45-21 in week 2. Mm-hmm. They beat Doby 53-nothing. Let's average those 3 out. Let's just say that they win uh, this game 35 14 Right? They win this game 35-14. If they do that to Ridgepoint, everyone's on notice, mm-hmm. including
1: Taska City in North Shore. Yeah.
0: Right. Because it'll be probably North Shore, Katy. It's probably what we're trending towards next week. Mm-hmm. But that other one, a task seat to Lamar. Yeah. Circle it. Yeah. If we get to that, circle it. Just saying. Wing is the largest residential drone delivery provider in the world. Delivering to your home in less than 30 minutes. Order using an app just like other popular delivery services, and Wing's automated drone takes care of the rest. Fast, safe, and sustainable, and it's now delivering to parts of Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. You can learn more at wing.com slash football. Again, that's wing.com slash football.
1: What's your third pick, Matthew? I'm going to go to East Texas. Thursday night, 7 o'clock, at Lobo Stadium in Longview. A Class 2A Division I area-round matchup as the 10-1 Beckville Bearcats. On a 10-game winning streak. Take on the 10-1 Garrison Bulldogs on a one-game winning streak.
2: <laughs> Garrison, lost,
1: Garrison lost in Week 11. Now, both teams, one loss yes. is to Timpson. Yes. But only uh, one of them lost to Terry Bussey. Correct. Garrison. Mm-hmm. And by a much lesser margin. Garrison lost to Timpson by nine in Week 11. Beckville did not lose by nine. They lost by more than nine. They lost by more than nine. <laughs> But Beckville's a different team because after that game, they made a big change in how they operate, and they moved Jacoby, Jacoby Williams, the Texas Tech commit. They moved him to quarterback full-time. And since then this Beckville offense has taken off. They've been dominating people left and right. The defense has been, has been good enough against, but, but against what I would call inferior competition. Mm-hmm. Beckville's district is not very good. The remainder of their non-district schedule, left a little bit to be desired. I mean, I think their best win. they beat harmony me to beat harmony checking Beckville's uh, Don Districts. Another district was not very good. This is live coverage of me looking up Beckville's 2023 schedule. Game. schedule. Um, yes, they did beat Harmony by 17. So that, that that's a that's a nice feather in their cap win. Told I think it told us that Beckville was legit. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week no trouble with Alba Golden, 41 nothing. You know. Four touchdowns from Williams running the ball. It's just normal, normal day at the office for Beck. That was that is the most
0: by district result of the weekend. Yeah, it's just, just like yep, just very business like check clock
1: in, clock out. Uh, Garrison, on the other hand, after that nine point loss to 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 Timpson in Week Eleven, bounced back nicely. They they blew past Jewett Leon fifty eight nothing. Garrison starters were out of there by halftime. Uh, how about this night for Antonio Yarbrough, who's up for Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week. Mm-hmm. Double-digit tackles. I think he had 11 tackles. Two interceptions. One for a touchdown. And he had one carry for 46 yards and a touchdown. Just a nice night for Antonio Yarbrough. Large Larbrough. bills only. Yeah, just just big plays only for me. Uh, Garrison is – if you look at Garrison on film, they are a big and physical team that has athletes. Yes, like, They are a tough matchup in class two. They've got dudes. Beckville, I think, has the best player in this game Jacoby Williams. But I think players two through about ten might give the edge to Garrison here. Mm. I think Garrison's going to win comfortably in this wow. game. Wow. I like this Garrison ball club a lot. I think they're going to make a statement this week against Beckville. Beckville just I'm, – I'm not convinced. And maybe – Coach Ross, if you're hearing this, clip it. Beep, and I'll eat my words Thursday night if you guys beat Garrison. I just – I like Garrison. I don't think Beckville's played the kind of schedule and competition that Garrison has played.
0: Uh, I'm on the other end of it. I'm going with the team with the, with the guy, with that dude. Okay. And 2A, sometimes that's enough. I like Jacoby Williams and, and Beckville to come away with a close win. I do think it's close. but um, And your point's well taken. But I do think Beckville gets that win. All right. So we've done 6A. We've done
1: 4A. Ooh, Pickle's mad at you.
0: Why is she mad at me?
1: She's, I took a picture of us and... Yeah. Recording. She said, "Get your nasty dogs off the desk." But they're not on the desk.
0: They're not on the desk. They're on a drawer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Matt someone to submit this evidence to pickle that you're de- your you. Your feet are in de- indeed, indeed, not on the desk.
0: Matt Step, let's go. Seven o'clock, Friday night, at Comalander Stadium in San Antonio, for a four A Division One area round matchup, featuring the reigning 4A Division One State runner-up, the Bernie Greyhounds, and the 9-2 and two Lavernia Bears. Mm-hmm. And um, let me tell you someone near and dear to our heart who loves Lavernia. Do you know who loves Lavernia?
1: Jerry Forrest. The computer. Yeah. Or Jerry, yeah. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Forrest rankings, yeah.
0: The computer loves Lavernia. And I'll be honest, I think I get it. They are, they have two losses in the middle of the year, kind of back-to-back losses separated by an open date, to Sinton and to Port Laval Calhoun by combined 12 points. Mm-hmm. They've cl- lost two narrow, narrow games. Two good teams. Two good teams. Who to are good still teams. playing. And every other game, they have kicked the bejesus out of teams. Okay, They are owners of a 17-point win over Geronimo Navarro. They are win- owners of a 42-point win over Gonzalez. They are owners of a 22-point thir- win over Burnett, who's still playing?
1: Yes, Burnett's still, still playing. playing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They are owners of a 49-point road victory over Beaville Jones. They have dominated their opponents. And a lot of it is their defense has been very strong, but it is offensively. Keegan, I think it's Hayek, Mm H-A-J-E-K. I'm going with Hayek. They're dual threat. (coughs) He's been great, and they have a a receiver who's putting up crazy numbies in Colton Schmidt, putting up big-time numbers. They've crushed everyone else. Well, here's your opportunity to really get not just the computer on your side, but everyone else. When you take on Bernie... Bernie's getting healthy. That's the best news out of Bernie. Mm-hmm. Jackson Bays is back, playing quarterback. Hudson Hendricks is leading an outstanding defense. The defense has been the real star. They run the ball pretty well with Adam Hicks and Hudson Hendricks as well. And I think Bernie... Now, there's, I think there is a reasonable, reasonable argument to be made for Bernie of like, what have you done for me lately? Right? Really, right now, the, the, the game they're hanging their hat on is when they beat Gregory Portland like a drum. Right? Mm-hmm. Everything else, I think they're just a lot better than everybody. So you could make an argument, what have you done for me lately? Mm. They they played around a little bit with Taylor last week, which is interesting.
1: Yeah, I was very surprised at, that Taylor credits Irving Flowers, and Taylor, they hung around push pushed Bernie quite a bit last week.
0: I I think Bernie finds a way through. I think their offensive line is the difference and having a healthy Jackson Bays back there mm. is is the difference. I think Bernie comes through and gets the win, but this is very interesting just
1: because I'm this is this is on upset watch for this me. This is for sure. Bernie's I think Bernie's the favorite but LaVernia is a team uh, if, if you if you could said hey you need to pick one team in region four capable of beating Bernie yep, it might be Lavernia. I would probably pick I think they match up with Bernie. yeah that's the key you know Davenport may Ma- Davenport a team like Davenport might be able to beat Lavernia head up but not beat Bernie. I think La- Lavernia just matches up with Bernie mm-hmm. We'll see this is
0: a this is a big game and and you can make a real argument the winner of this game is the favorite in region four sure um, so
1: I like Bernie and Lavernia. What was your fourth pick Matthew? Let's go. Seven o'clock Friday night at Crowley ISD Stadium mm-hmm. for a class five A Division One matchup in region one as the Abilene Eagles take on the Denton Ryan Raiders in a really intriguing game. Live on Bally Sports Southwest. Is this breaking news? Are you breaking news on Tap and Step? I don't know if I'm authorized to say that, but I'm saying it. Okay. Well if you're not if you're not authorized to say it then. Premium, we're, we're, we're letting you in the trust tree here, premium podcasters. Yeah, don't tell anybody. Don't tell anyone. Not until Tepper announces it. When are you, you going to announce it? I to? don't know. It's
0: okay. so whenever Bally announces it. I mean, he kind of just did, but... Yeah, well, whatever. What are they going to do? <laughs>
1: yeah, what are they going to do?
0: Fire me? The answer is yes. That's yeah. They're huh? going to fire me.
1: <laughs> I, don't think it's, I don't think it's like a secret. Um, Abilene High. Um, I don't know how much you can take from their win last week. Dominant. Uh, uh, but... That's what you should have done. They were they were huge favorite against the El Paso Hanks and they beat Hanks 84-14. to 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beat them by 70. Um, I think Abilene has been very the most consistent team in West Texas this year mm-hmm. in the large schools. I mean, out of 5A and 6A, for sure, Abilene, mm-hmm. to me, is the most consistent team in West Texas. Denton ISD tweeted. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just checking. Well, who, who tweeted it? Bet- Denton ISD. Okay, so Denton yeah. ISD tweeted. Blame Denton ISD. Yeah. It's on Valley Sports Southwest Friday go. night. Uh, you and Craig on the call? No. It's uh, Brant Freeman and Gary Reasons. Okay. I'll oh. be on the desk. Craig's oh. in Ames. Oh, oh is he? Mm-hmm. So, Gary Reasons, Crowley alum, Gary mm-hmm. Reasons is not going to get to call a game in Crowley. No. He's going to be in the studio, You're right? you calling it
0: remotely. Yeah. You know?
1: Darn. That it works. It's all right. It's the 23rd, 21st century. Yep. Anyway. Um. Yeah, I mean. They've been consistent all year. They have battled through some injuries, which they got They got a guy back. They got Bam Rayshaw back last week, the running back, mm-hmm. um, who was out with a foot injury, had been out for like six weeks. He came back last week. But Chad Lahr did a great job in his place. Ryland Bradford, the wide receiver, dynamic playmaker. And then sophomore Braden Henry had a huge game in the win. He had four touchdowns, two rushing, one receiving, and a kick return for a touchdown. Abilene did whatever they wanted against uh, El Paso Hanks last week. Denton Ryan, on the other hand, uh, I think is is playing their best football of the year. They have found their identity on offense. For the first half of the year, I don't think Denton Ryan really had an offensive identity. They've moved Braden Mussett to quarterback. And, yeah, he's not a thrower. He's basically a wide receiver playing quarterback. But what he has done is given the Raiders an offensive identity because now they've got a trio of guys who can beat you carrying the football. They're basically running power spread offense. Mm -hmm. They're not throwing it much. Musset, uh, Nemo Warmate, and Trayvon Reynolds combining for, gosh, they all, they all had like almost 400 yards rushing last week in a pretty convincing 38-13 win over Lake Belton. That they, was impressive stuff.
0: That You're exactly right about identity, that they are a team that is figuring it out, that they've, they've, I, they've identified what it is they do well, Mm-hmm. And they mitigate what they do. They're leaning do, they into it. And, and give a lot of credit yeah. to Dave Hennigan and company for not
1: not hammering a square block into yeah. a round hole. They just say, hey, this is what we do well. And their defense, which is young, is playing well. They've got some good-looking young kids in that defense. You hold Lake Belton to 13 points. 156 yeah. yards. Yeah. Micah, it man. was basically Micah Hudson and no one else. and Micah Hudson scored two touchdowns, and that was basically yeah. it. They, sh- they shut Lake Belton totally down. Especially in the second half. Braden
0: Musett last week, 10, 10 for
1: 15 for 70 yards. Yeah. So it's
0: all probably little flare passes, yeah. screen, screens, screens, little quick outs, like
1: just stop yes. routes, yeah, mm-hmm. just, just very safe routes. They're not going to make him do – they're not asking Braden Musett no. to, to do anything he can't do. The, the, the key is for Abilene – I think if you're looking at keys for both teams, right, Abilene's going to have to put Denton Ryan in obvious passing downs. Yes. They have got – and Mike Follin's a their, their defense always does a good job against the run. So that's a fascinating matchup because you've got strength on strength. Abilene's run defense against Denton Ryan's run, rushing offense. I think for Denton Ryan, the the key I think is going to be limiting Abilene's big plays. Mm-hmm. you got to make Abilene drive the field – against your defense. You don't want to let Rylan Bradford get get Luke, get behind the secondary and you don't want Brayden Henry to get space cuz Brayden Henry we're talking about a sophomore who's like a 10 6 guy. Like he yeah. is a absol- he's the fastest guy on the field in this yeah. game. He's not
0: he's not like a normally whenever you get like West Texas versus DFW, you think like, "Oh, well DFW's going to have the athlete advantage." Uh, they might overall, but not yeah. in the case of
1: Braden Henry. No, and not the top. No. Ryland Bradford's a great athlete. I think. I think if you're if you're Denton Ryan, you want to make Abilene drive the field, and especially make them drive the field with a still hobbled Bam Ray Shaw and a converted linebacker playing running back in Chad Lara. That's what you want. You want Abilene. You want to make Abilene High prove that they can run the football on you and move the ball down the field because Abilene really thrives on the on the big pass plays. That's mm-hmm. that's been their offense this year. So a fascinating matchup. I like Denton Ryan. I think they're just playing at a higher level than uh, Abilene right now because of the schedule and I, I think the, the close game against Alito a couple of weeks ago still sticks with me that Denton Ryan's playing at that high level. They, they've It's been a complete 180 because we kind of buried them when they lost to the Colony. When they lost to the Colony I was like, that's it. yeah, Turn off the lights. Yeah, and they have completely turned it around so credit to them. I think we're we're looking right now at a Denton-Ryan-Alito rematch in the regional final. Thank you. That's kind of what I'm leaning towards right now. So I think Denton-Ryan wins a close one. Abilene's going to keep it close. Should be a great game on Bally Southwest. Uh, if you're in the area, get out to Crowley yes. ISD Stadium for what should be a great ball game. Beautiful stadium.
0: Beautiful stadium as well. So uh, that is an excellent pick with Abilene and Denton-Ryan. My fourth pick, Matthew. Let's go Friday night to Canyon to Happy State Bank Stadium as
1: what time? There's two games
0: 7 o'clock Friday, Friday night th-
1: Okay. It's only one game Friday night
0: the Sunray Bobcats
1: ah yes
0: take on the New Home Leopards in final exam time
2: mm-hmm.
0: Uh winner of this game winning the region
1: I think the winner of this game is the favorite to win the region yes, I think that's fair all due respect to Groover.
0: Groover is going to be in that mix. Um, Wellington, you can't, you know, can't count them out. Clarendon, but yes, I would agree. The winner of this game is winning the region. They're going to be the favorite of the region. Let's talk about Newham. We haven't talked a ton about them um, all year, despite being eleven and zero. And part of it is that they have just kicked the bejesus out of people. Mm-hmm. Be dominant. Absolutely dominant. They win their games by an average of 42 points a game. They've been absolutely cooking. Pun intended, because their quarterback, Caleb Cook, mm-hmm. has been really good. He's a lot of fun. And Logan Addison, in the middle of that defense, is just rock-freaking-solid. Yeah, it's a
1: really good team.
0: Really good team. Taking on Sunray. Sunray's 9-2. and two.
1: Your sweet panhandle boy. My
0: sweet panhandle boy, Armando Luan. Mm-hmm. And last week... I think was an important moment because I think that like they, they went and took on... Um, Wheeler. Wheeler, thank you. Went and took on Wheeler, and they, they put it on him. 66-16. Mm-hmm. Armando Luhan went nuts.
1: Yeah, playoff they, Lujan. Hashtag, that's your new hashtag, 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 hashtag playoff, playoff Lujan. Lujan. Playoff I think Armando. he threw, if memory serves, he threw for four fifty eight in six touchdowns, mm-hmm. and I think he ran for two other scores. Yeah. That's, that's the Armando Lujan we've, we've gone. He's in his back. And you, you, and you know the name of the Sunray offense, right? The Sunray. Yeah, the Sunray. That's, that's a pretty great name.
0: Their offense is excellent. Offense is excellent. And more importantly, like they the last two weeks against Vega and then against Wheeler, their defense has, has made that loss to Groover look like a blip. Mm. It's like, oh, they, they had a bad game. You're willing to believe it's a bad game. Of course I'm taking Sunray. Okay, of course I'm taking Sunray. Okay, I've been riding this bandwagon. I ain't hopping off at the key moment. Okay, mm-hmm. of course I'm taking Sunray. Here's why. Okay, who has New Home played? Okay, their best win right now is Roscoe.
1: I was gonna say Roscoe, yeah.
0: Which, by the way, was by far their closest game of the year, twenty-two mm-hmm. fifteen. It's basically the only competitive game they've played was when they played a good team. Mm-hmm. Sunray has played Stratford, acquitted, I think we all agree, acquitted themselves well against Stratford. Absolutely. And that's a state-ranked, undefeated? Yes, 11 2A mm-hmm. D1 team. And they played Groover. And your mileage may vary on Groover. Played a one-point game against Groover. Mm-hmm. Came up short.
1: The Groover team is still in the playoffs. Still in the playoffs. hmm
0: both of those wins are better wins than any win that New Home has, mm. or both those both those results are better results than any uh, any result that New Home has. Agree. This is, to me, this is about being battle tested, and I think that Sunray's battle tested. I'm not quite sure New Home is. I expect fascinating game. Computer has a two point game, and I think they're exactly right. This yeah. is a two point game. Now I think they're wrong because they've got the computer has uh, uh, New Home winning, okay. but. I think this is a close game. It tells the tale of how close. This exactly game is. right. I think it's a close is, game.
1: Is this the game? I, mean, I know. I know this was. This wasn't your number one pick, but just because of your if you could be anywhere Friday night, was this where you'd be? Probably. I think, I think I'd be in Canon. Yeah. I because this game's going to be. Because the other thing about this game, I think this game's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: you got two. You got two offenses. We we talked about them, mentioned them. Caleb Cook is fun to watch, yeah, man. Yeah. He's a playmaking dude. And it's going to be a test for both defenses. It's going to stress out both defenses.
1: This is going to be the game, you, one of the games you present to Craig away, isn't it, on the show tomorrow? Yeah, one hundred percent. When you do the meanest thing to him. Yeah, um, this dude, will be one of those games, dude, right? Sunray and yeah.
0: Anyway, that's my fourth pick: Sunray and New Home. What is your fifth and final
1: pick, Matthew? It's called Seven O'clock Friday in Pittsburgh, Texas, mm-hmm. as the unbeaten Hooks Hornets <laughs> take on the Dangerfield Tigers in a old school Northeast Texas showdown. Uh these two, I'm sure, throughout history, have played many times. They're not that far from each other. This is Northeast Texas football through and through. And uh let's talk about hooks. <laughs> let's and, talk about hooks. And last week's 92 to 57 win over Edgewood, in which uh they were up 51 to 6 at the half and then decided to the defense was optional in the second half. The the crazy thing is is Hooks scored 41 second-half points and were outscored in the second half by 10. <laughs> so, just, I don't know. I, I That second half, I'm just going to chalk that up as a blip on the radar. I mean, to me, what was the score at halftime? 51-6. Final score. Yeah. Final score. That's when the ones were in, right? Yeah, 51-6. Um, if you haven't heard the names of Keyshawn Walls and Tavius uh, Boogie Johnson, Need to remember those names. They are, uh, they are dudes. Yeah, and their quarterback, um, who's, Ripken Birdwell. Ripken Birdwell, what a great first name. Ripken Birdwell has got to be. There's no. way... Oh, I'm gonna ask. I'm yeah. asking Coach Birdwell. Yeah. Uh, Friday night, if that's if he's named Cow. I for mean, Kyle what, who else would even name named after? Yeah. But he's for a sophomore, and he got thrown. The starting quarterback for Hooks got hurt in the uh, week one game against Harmony, mm-hmm. and Birdwell came in and led them on a game winning touchdown drive, and has been the guy ever since. So. I, mean, I think Birdwell was slated to play linebacker this year. Hooks... Uh, and was, I, I want to say he was like the defensive player of the year last yeah. year as, as as linebacker. Yeah. I had a coach in East Texas tell me, and I, I, told, I, don't know if I, I don't know if I said this on the air or if I told you off the air, but he told me that this Hooks team is the only team in 3A Division II capable, in his opinion, capable of challenging Gunner or Canadian. Wow. They're that talented. Now... We'll see if they can get it done because Dangerfield uh, Hitch, Hitchcock's the same way, right? Yeah. And like and look and, and what do they do? They're blowing basketball. So so Hitch, in which Hitchcock will be really good at basketball. Yes, he will. Be. <laughs> defending state champs. Uh, Dangerfield is playoff tested. They've mm-hmm. got the pedigree. I mean, Hooks. We're talking about Hooks has produced Billy Sims and has had some great players, but Dangerfield has the titles. They have the hardware. That program is a is a legacy program in, in the state of Texas. Those kids expect to win come playoff time. Davin Nelson's got them right back where they were. They 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 won their district. They play a tough non-district schedule. Don't look at the record in Dangerfield and no. think they're eight and three and think it's a bad team. They've got Bubba Hampton. Did he recommit to Texas? Don't know. Now I'm, you know live coverage of me looking at um, Aaron Hampton.
0: I, I the other the other guy I like on this team Chase Johnson.
1: They, oh, he had a huge game. They last
0: week. they use him. He's a two-way guy. They got him on playing both sides and he's a monster, dude. He
1: 6 touchdowns last week monster. in the game. Yeah, he's he's back committed to Texas. Yeah. So so you you got I mean, Dangerfield's not short on talent either. I think Hooks might have a little bit of a talent advantage top to bottom. Mm-hmm. But Dangerfield's got no short which is weird to say about a team playing Dangerfield. Um, here's the thing. I think if Hooks plays four full quarters, they win the game. I think you're right. But I don't know if they can. That's a question. It's weird to say. I think Dangerfield is the more consistent team going into this game. I lean to Dangerfield ever so slightly. And each, we, this game is going to be a wild atmosphere. It Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Stadium is nice, but it's not huge. It seats about five thousand. Yeah, I've been Place is going to be. Even to Pittsburgh yeah, Stadium, it's a nice, nice stadium in the it. woods, but it's it's not that big. Mm-hmm. And this place is going to be bonkers Friday night. It is going to be crazy. Yeah, crazy atmosphere. I like Dangerfield. But it wouldn't. Sh- I mean, this is a pick big like type game, but so I like yeah. danger field. I like hooks. I
0: think hooks is going to going to come up with one or two extra plays to kind of put them over the top. But I'm I'm really intrigued by that game. So, that's a that's a good pick. All right, let me look through this. I've done two a. I've done six a. I've done five a. I've done four a. I should probably find a three a game. let am thinking a couple three a game. There's a couple, couple,
1: couple good three a games. My, I just picked a three a game, but there's pick a couple game. That, pick, we'll, that peaked we'll my keep interest. It in 3A game.
0: Seven o'clock, Thursday night. in uh, In the home of our good friend Mike Foreman, who we hope is feeling a lot better. Hey, get well, get well soon. Get well Mike. soon, Mike. Oh, that was scary. Glad yeah. I'm glad. Really glad he's okay. Sounds like could have been a lot worse. He was our friend Mike Foreman, the Victoria Advocate was uh, was in a, a, a car accident. It sounds like on the way home from uh, a game. And but uh, uh, got mended up. Hope he's doing better. Anyway, I don't know if he'll be at Memorial Stadium on Thursday night. But uh, he should be because it'll be a great game. In 3A Division One, as the Jerdenton Indians at three and at 11 and 0 take on the Edna Cowboys at eight and two for the
1: regional championship. Am I, am I crazy? Uh, I don't know. About, I I think if you'd ask me about, about a month ago, I'd have said yes. this is this is fourth round game. Yeah. But after Edna losing to Goliad, mm-hmm. I don't know. Now we get second round. I think Region Four is still these two teams to lose. Mm-hmm. But you could sell me on Randolph or Goliad now.
0: Uh, yeah, Randolph's playing good ball too. You're yeah. right. Um, 10 last week took on uh, took on Marion. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot to see here. I think this game was also tamped down by weather. Um, yeah, it was
1: close for a half. I think it was. It was. It was. 14-7 to seven at, the half, or seven, seven, seven at the half. It was 7-7 at the half. It was tied at the half. Yeah, uh,
0: But they hit the Jets in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, quarterback Matt Hicks, not the Rangers play-by-radio uh, announcer, um, had three touchdowns. He was very good. Uh, Edna did not have any drama. Edna played Rio Hondo mm-hmm. and made sure it worked with them. And they're...
1: Um, it was 42-3 at half. And
0: we know what they're about. They're about Jaden Clay, mm-hmm. their superstar quarterback, that they're going to... They're going to just get him the ball and let him let him cook. It's a really interesting quarterback matchup here with Hicks and, and Clay. Mm. That's one of the things that I've got my eye on. Jurdenton is a, is an interesting team. Jurdenton is a team that I've come around on as as my favorite in the region, um, and a big part of it is that I think that their defense is pretty underrated. Yeah, it's been very. Their good. Their defense has been w-
1: excellent. When I think of Jurdenton, I think of a spread area yeah. team throwing around. I mean, dude, they had Cole Andrus a couple of years ago when they went like thirteen and one or twelve and one. They were they were throwing they it a, forty times a game. They have a
0: thirty-one point win over Hondo. Mm-hmm. That's a really good win. And they have they pretty, also uh, have a twenty-one point win over Goliath.
1: who beat Edna by fifteen. Correct. So if you want to do the the, yeah, you the can, transitive property mm-hmm. game, you can. I mean, at least it gives you an idea that this is going to be a good ball game. This will be a good ball game. Yeah, I like
0: Jurdenton. I'm a believer. I think they're for real. Edna is the reigning champ, and if you want to say that some that, that they get the benefit of the doubt till somebody knocks them mm-hmm. off, that is absolutely.
1: Be the man, you got to beat the man. The,
0: and, and and and, and Jaden Clay's the man. Like Jaden Clay mm-hmm. and that Edna team, they're the man. How well does Jordanton match up up front against Edna? Because we know what, what Edna's about. Mm-hmm. Edna's just about kicking your ass in the in the trenches. Yeah, that's what they're about. Yeah,
1: I I wonder. I, my concern for Jordanton is how they handle Edna's speedy skill players in space. Mm-hmm. Can they contain Edna and, and limit the big plays? I think the match up up front.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a huge game. Uh, Jurdenton and Edna, then going down in Victoria. So that is your week. I'm sorry, your area round draft.
1: Mm-hmm. Area round draft. Uh,
0: as Step took Westlake, San Antonio Reagan, Quero, Hampshire, Finette, Beckville, Garrison, Abilene, Denton, Ryan, and Dangerfield, Hooks. I took South Oak Cliff, Melissa, Lamar, uh, Forpin and Ridgepoint, Bernie and Lavernia, New Home, Sunray, and Jurdenton and uh, Edna. Edna, thank yeah. you very much. Um, that's not bad, right? That's a pretty good uh, span of the state. Yeah, here's games we didn't mention.
1: cipher Katie,
0: cipher Katie. Uh, very interested in that. Didn't mention Corpus Christi, Miller, and Edinburgh Vela. No. First, uh, first of those matchups. Mm-hmm. First of those matchups. Um, didn't mention that one. Where, uh, where are they, where they end up playing um, the. Um, Victoria East, PSJ North game?
1: Uh, Cal Allen. Cal neutral Allen. site. Okay, neutral site. But Miller has to go to Vela. Mm-hmm. They, play, they, lost yes. the, they flipped and they lost the flip.
0: Yes, so Miller has to go to Vela. Um, I'm trying to think of any other big nine.
1: Uh, I'm interested in... Centerville and Honeygrove is a big game. Centerville and Honeygrove. Hawley Panhandle in 2A, I think yeah, is a Yeah, that's, that's a big test for Hawley. Poth mm-hmm. and East Bernard. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great week. we um, I mean, got a lot Longview of... Reedy. Yeah, Longview should be great.
0: Full Shear and Consolidated. It's a really fun matchup. Um
1: Waco and- Conley and Jasper Jasper's a fun matchup mm-hmm. this week. Uh
0: yeah, it's a it's a, it's a nice little
1: nice little week. Canyon West Plains and Graham. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to be great. It's a, it's a banger. A, it's a big week. Most most of the games we do have a f- couple of Thursday games that'll be on Texan Live that'll be announced later this week. Klein Collins of Woodlands too. Yeah. Uh, most of the actions for, we do have nine. So last week we had seven Saturday games across the state. We got nine this week. So a few, couple more Saturday games. Yeah. If you're into high school football on Saturday because college football's starting to wind down. Uh, but, yeah, you got enough Thursday and Saturday to keep you uh, entertained, and then Friday, obviously, is the big night. You, so. want,
0: you want to tell the people where you're going, where they can find you?
1: Yeah, so Big East Texas week for me this week. Um, not, I'm not getting on a plane this week. I've had enough of flying for a, a week, um, and I'm not getting on a plane next week. You think I'm flying Thanksgiving weekend next week? I know Hell I am. Hell no. I you, am. You're going to St. Louis, aren't you? i going to St. Louis.
0: Yeah. We have a Tuesday morning flight, and we're flying back Friday morning.
1: You're doing you do a boys. show Friday night, right?
0: Show, uh, I'm on the call. Is, whatever game is you're doing.
1: Tep wife staying around the weekend? Uh, no, she's no? coming home with us. Okay.
0: I I tried to talk, but she didn't want to fly back with the boys. Like uh, right, by herself. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, for you're sure. you're in this.
1: Yeah, I don't blame her. Yeah. Not driving, at least. Oh <laughs> no, no. <laughs>
0: I can't. I can't. Like it's ten hour drive. Southwest Airlines.
1: Yeah. Southwest Airlines. You have to sponsor, sponsor Tep instead. Podcast. Come on, Southwest.
0: Honestly, here's the thing. Hey, don't let the sales guys hear this. If you just want to send us. If you just want
1: to send us some vouchers, yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. We're, yeah. We will ship. We fly a lot Absolutely. with you guys. Anyway, where are you Southwest going, Matt? Uh, Thursday night, <laughs> I will be in Longview, mm-hmm. eating some Lobo popcorn with John King, the most John King man we know. He will be. He'll be. I bet he'll be in a. He'll be in the. He'll be in the house. He'll be. In, as, he'll be in the house, and he'll be. He might be watching Reedy tape as Beckville takes on Garrison Thursday night at Lobo Stadium. Great venue, Lobo Stadium. Yes, love that place. Uh, Friday, I will. I'm going to spend the night in East Texas and work work at my, at my big boy job remotely. Friday, You're staying along with uh, you, Tyler. Okay. Uh, and uh, Friday, Friday, I will be in Pittsburgh for Hooks. Bye, and VNA. So, bye, VNA. We're talking about you on the podcast. Do you think VNA listens to Tep and stuff? There's no way VNA listens to okay. tap and stuff. Why would she? Uh, she works here. That's why. No,
0: but why would she listen to us talk more when she has to listen to us True. talk enough?
1: True. Um, Hooks in Dangerfield Friday night. Mm-hmm. Excited for that Just that scene. Heater. I'm excited. Heater. for Hooks Dangerfield's the scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then Saturday, I'm gonna make my way back to the Metroplex. Saturday, uh, four o'clock. I will be at Pennington Field, mm-hmm. where the Rebs are back in the DFW area as Midland Legacy loses the coin flip and has to play Euless Trinity at Pennington Field Saturday at 4. So I get to see my buddy Clint Hartman and the Trinity, in taking on the Trinity Trojans. Remember the last time those two teams played was COVID year. It was Midland Lee's last football game mm-hmm. before they changed their name, and they blew a big lead to Trinity. They blew a huge lead. I want to believe Legacy can win that game. I think they can, but their defense has gotta to, gotta to come to play. Gotta to come, to got to come to play. They gotta come play. They gotta go off the um, bus quick. And then after that game is ends, I'm probably gonna jet up to Frisco for the second half of Sok and Melissa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I won't get in the press box, probably won't live tweet the game or anything. There'll be enough media there. Our buddy Mike Roach and you know, Guy Fraser will be there as well. Will he really? Yeah, Guy Guy is betrothed to South Oak Clifter in the play. <laughs> That's a good so point. basically the, here, here's a little behind the scenes here guy and mike roach have been to every sock playoff game since 2021 and now because south of cliffs won 13 playoff games in a row and they've won all 13 that guy and mike are there Jason Todd and Kyle Ward and Dominic Spencer will not let those two not go. To, like they have to go to South Oak Cliff games no matter what. Yeah. Because if not, they gonna they have to answer to those guys. So yeah. they so Guy and Mike will be there. So I'll hang out on the sidelines with them and uh, hopefully get an interview with the, either Coach Todd or Matt Nally mm-hmm. um, at post game. So uh, South Oak Cliff, Melissa. I'll get the second half of that game at the Star. Mm-hmm. And if Connie Rosso's still open, I'll post game at Connie Rosso. I'm
0: trying to. Yeah. So you're trying to go to go to a game on Thursday night. See. If it happens. Because Thursday night at the Star, um, it's Capel and Jesuit, yeah. which is kind of a rivalry, too, by the way. Oh, okay. They, are, they, okay. Don't, they don't like each other all that much. Um,
1: how's, how's the how's the groundwork going with Tep Wife? We're
0: working on it. We sure. are laying the groundwork. I was trying to. Do
1: you have a babysitter s- yet?
0: S- not yet. I have a buddy. So a buddy of mine went to Jesuit. Okay. And I was trying to talk him into, like, hey, like a double date. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, Something yeah. Something like that. But, like, I think they can't find child care for, for okay. their kiddos. Okay. And so I'm, I think I'm, I'm still going to put the pressure on, but it's, it's up to her. You know, we'll, we'll, you we'll gonna
1: see. You just solicit randos on Twitter for child care? Or uh, gonna, no, I'm not going
0: to solicit randos. Like, we're gonna get, oh, like, I don't saying He's got, like, a, like a
1: teenage daughter. Like, no, my daughter's used to babies, no. babysit.
0: Oh, I know. Shout out Miss Katie from my, my kid's school and stuff yeah. like that. Miss Katie. Miss Katie. I need you to. If you're listening. I'm Miss sure Katie. Miss Katie's listening to this podcast. <laughs> Miss Katie. <laughs> she does not. This is true. Uh, the last time she babysat was when my wife and I went to Game Two of the World Series. I don't know if you heard what happened, but the Rangers won the World Series. But we went to Game Two, which was the last game they lost in mm-hmm. the season, and um, we came back, came back, and she was just sitting on the on, on like on the couch reading a
1: book, and she was like, "Who won?" <laughs> like, she, she's like she is dis- no she is disconnected from disconnected sports. sports. Okay, well, Miss yeah. Katie, I'm going to need you yeah. to go watch. The kiddos uh, Thursday night, so Tep and Tep wife can go watch the Coppel cat, and Tep and Tep can take Tep wife I will, to Connie Rosso.
0: I will say this about Capel: I watched, uh, I went back and I watched uh, some some portions of that game, Capel mm-hmm. and 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 Guyer.
1: Capel is pretty thorough.
0: They're pretty good. Yeah, like I'm. I, I, like it's weird to say how um, much, I, I keep how, how them, much like, further
1: does it go before you Coppel you have to go to Coppel game like just because they're getting it's getting so far in the play like is it at round 4? Let me look at the bracket. Who're like, they getting next week? Uh would it be By- Byron Nelson next week? I think what? is it Byron, Byron Nelson, Nelson next week? If they yeah, win. It's not south Lake. they're on the other side of the bracket with south Lake.
0: so uh yeah it would be Byron Nelson I mean or, Byron Nelson or Midland
1: If 12 and 0 Copel plays 12 and 0 Byron Nelson on Thanksgiving weekend Back? Mean, it
0: depends on like where I'm work, like when I'm working, because I gotta do scoreboard Saturday night. Scoreboard what what do they Saturday? play
1: Saturday afternoon? I have to be a dad too. It's tough.
0: I the think kids might... are really cramping my style. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's kids, man. <laughs> I don't know. Capel's pretty decent. You you're just gotta, you just gotta tell the kids, look, guys, it's Capel. Sorry, I got dad's gotta go. It's copel. I think they, I think they beat Jesuit, right? They should, they should be they Jesuit. beat Jesuit. Jesuit. I mean, man, twelve and versus twelve and 0, man. You can tell you might tell Tepwife, Hey it's my job, honey. Don't worry about the hell, it's my job. Anyway. See how that goes over. Cowboy Fight never dies.
0: That's gonna do it for us. Thanks for being Dave Campbell's Text Football subscriber. Step thanks for your courage. Thank you. Talk to you next week for our Thanksgiving spectacular.
1: Yes, we'll we we'll record on Monday and then you're headed at out of town Tuesday. So
0: on top. Of-